So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody. To this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection, I'm Rico Shields, and once again, right here, we have Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm, I am. <laughs> Good answer. We're, we're back to that. It's yeah. been a week, and the last time I was on the show, I was in I am, and I think I'm Still in I am because I'm not sure what to call this, so I'll just run with I am. Which is not a bad way to put it, because whether you're in the space between or the new space, the old space, the I am pretty much applies. Well, that's what I figure. See, I don't have to really explain that. I am. I just am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for all that have been waiting with bated breath, uh, Jean is indeed in her mountain home. Um, well, she's in her mountain house. It's not her mountain home yet. She's still doing some processing there. So everybody, I would ask that you send a little positive energy her way because she's doing a lot of energy processing for herself, for grandparents on both sides of the family, for, wow. And there's yeah, a fair amount of physical labor involved as well. It's been a crazy, crazy emotional roller coaster. Um, it, the first couple of days, I think I think we went over the story of how his grandmother and the house that I'm moving into, the grandmother that owns this house, um, looks identical to my very treasured and and you know gone wee grandmother who passed away a few years ago. Um, and, and our listeners have heard that part of this. There you go. Our, our listeners have heard that part of the story, but in moving into the house, I have discovered some items in, in the process of the, cause their stuff is all still here, um, being elderly and having left their home in, in, a, in rather a rush due to um, health issues, they were unable to pack. So I have been very carefully going through each room and packing and labeling everything and putting it to store it so that she can go through it at her leisure when she's ready to, because a lot of the stuff is their own stuff. It's going to be handed down to different members of the family um, before I could even move my stuff in. So it's, it's been a huge process. But in the process of doing that, I've discovered that, crazily enough, a lot of the stuff that this woman owns is stuff that my grandmother also had in her house. So it's been... So the amazing parallels go beyond the appearance, physical appearance. 
Yeah, it's 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 been a huge emotional roller coaster from right from that ultimate high of when you're on the verge of tears to oh my god, I can't believe this is actually happening. I can't believe I'm here. I mean, I'm surrounded by this incredible beauty and and peace and and the synchronicities that led me here are just incredible and I, I it's you know overwhelming to moments of looking in a room and knowing that you have to go through that and it's a very personal thing that I'm doing because very. it's not my family that I'm the stuff that I'm going through it's not my own grandparents it's my boyfriend's grandparents um who don't speak hardly any English, which is interesting, and I don't speak hardly any French. So I'm. it's a very personal thing that you do when you go through somebody's belongings. And you have to think in terms of, okay, you leave your house behind. Well, how would you feel if you left everything behind except for, you know, your clothes and your toiletries? And then you allowed somebody to pack that stuff up. So I, I can't imagine what this woman is thinking. I mean, the trust that she's put in me is, is intense. Um because it's a very personal journey that I'm on because I'm going through this woman's stuff and I'm very I'm trying to be as respectful as I can with her belongings. I've been in this house well, for 30 years. They've been married. They've been married for over 50 years. Um If so, I had to leave know, it to somebody, you would be one I might entrust with leaving stuff with because <laughs> you can do that. It's just it's very emotional. Um because I, I recognize I recognize the value of of you know a lifetime's worth of stuff but it's it's overwhelming responsibility it's an overwhelming amount of work and then of course there's the whole idea of oh my god I'm actually here um so it's just it's been a journey dude <laughs> like I'm just oh come on <laughs> packing up an old apartment now you got to pack up old people forgive me grandparents um but other people let's put it that way and and you have a new dog and that is still, I'm sure, in yes. the throes of training, and 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 wow, busy woman. Well, it's a it's a it's a quite a full retrograde for you because they say reprocessing and stuff goes on during retrograde. I've never really paid much attention, but it was the yeah, scientist we're have to talk about that tonight. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that tonight with our guest. With our guest. I'm, I'm curious, which is odd because we usually don't do that. We usually don't go down that road. But I'm wondering, she just because of that everything that. Yeah, so and everything that I've I've gone through in the last week, two weeks, um, during the retrograde, and I know I have a good week, I think a week and a half left of it. I'm not sure because I don't follow the dates, but um, it's an interesting choice of timing <laughs> that George has given me <laughs> to do this. I mean, if oh. you're going to do a clearing note, that's um, a pretty massive way to do it. It's a good time to do that. And. Uh, well, uh, going back and processing stuff and reevaluating and this and that and the other and and I think it's awesome that you were ill when your grandmother passed, yeah? When she trans- I was So you didn't get to go was, pack her stuff. I was ill and I was living um I was living four and a half hours away. I was working, but I was recovering from the back issue. Um I I I just wasn't able to do that uh, I went down. Well, a, I think in, for in a very two days. real way, with to me energetically anyway, you get to do it now. The lady looks like your grandmother. The yes. they have a, it, it turns out they have a lot of the same possessions. 
a lot of parallels yeah. there that are interesting synchronicities. And uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll get uh, Brenda. I, I think is in the mood to channel tonight. Maybe you can ask. But you know, isn't that an interesting thing? But we have so it many is. interesting things that we could cover. We do. I, I absolutely. But I, I just want to say thanks for yeah, all yeah. the patience um, on behalf of you know. I know I haven't looked at my email yet, guys. So I don't know. I haven't been on Facebook yet. You got to give me a couple more days. I just got my internet back today. Um, but I appreciate the patience on behalf of of everybody and and especially you know the work that you've been doing, Rick, to to carry the load while I've been taking on this interesting little adventure. Ah, uh, so she ain't heavy. She's my sister. <laughs> Now, on that note, now, let's on that talk note, about Brenda. Yeah, well, I'm really excited that we... I have been following Brenda's weekly uh, channel for, uh, gosh, a couple of years now, I guess, at least. And uh, Yes, and uh, sending it to me weekly. And sending it to you often because it... For it, a year. It often <laughs> seems to... Oh, well, come on now. It, it took me a while. I, I quit doing it when you told me that George doesn't let you read other people's stuff. But... Uh, I do because it uh, it generally comes out right before the Tuesday show, and I'll often read it and I'll go, "Well, that's interesting. I don't remember Brenda talking about that." And then it'll come up during the show. So yeah, I yeah, it it's always it's always amazingly um, accurate and in alignment with whatever topic we happen to be discussing, yeah. which is interesting because our topics are usually chosen by our guests, not by us. Yeah. And um, our guests are often scheduled by George and Nestor, not by us. They just you know, <laughs> pop up out of the Keeping blue and say, I'd like to be on your radio show. And we're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And but, we uh, do the scheduling a month in advance. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like it, it's, you know. We really don't plan this int- stuff, people. No, not at all. Of course. And Brenda's been right in alignment with almost every show. Yeah, yeah. And... Well, we'll talk about Brenda's book, too. For the moment, let's just go ahead and and introduce here, ladies and gentlemen, Brenda Hoffman. How are you, Brenda? Just fine. Just fine. You've passed yes. our patience test of listening to us prattle on. Well, I well, I already have a question of Jean. Is, you know, how is your male friend taking this shift? Because it's his grandparents' items and you're packing it how is he doing with all of this he's a trucker he's on the road but emotionally <laughs> how is he doing with all that that's my old counseling background i just because I'm, I'm thinking well he's not in the picture um, how is he doing is he yeah well this? he's that's how he's dealing with it he's avoiding it he's even spending the night somewhere else tonight well he well no that's not, that's not fair rick um well, he no, spends the night fair. somewhere else just Picking because we live we live an hour and a half away from where his his truck is, so he he he, he spends the night wherever. He, I, it's just not economically sound for him to drive home every night, especially yeah. if he's been on the road for twelve hours. Um, he's a trucker. How's he? Yeah, he's a trucker. He, um, how's he dealing with it? Uh, I would say that he has shown a great deal of confidence in me and he's just kind of letting me do i think he's a little more it's it's odd it's it's interesting and odd that his family is more concerned about my welfare than anything else 
I mean, you know, am I okay out here in the mountains? Am I going to be okay out here by myself? They've got his his grandfather just had surgery. Um, his aunt just found out that she has cancer. So his mom is at the aunt's house taking care of the aunt's stuff. Well, the aunt's in the hospital, and Grandpa just got out of the hospital and back into the old. Day. I mean, this family is going through so much right now. And they're calling to check on me, which is insane as far as I'm concerned. Um, it sounds I like think, they've adopted you. You have a new family, don't you? Yes. I do have a new family, which is wonderful because my family's all gone. Um, yeah. And, but, but like I said, it, it's, it's been quite the emotional journey just because, just because they're so similar in so many ways to my family, um, not just the grandmother who but also the three sisters so the grandmother represents my father's side of the family but the three sisters and their personalities and the dynamics really represent my mom and her sisters on my mom's side of the family so it's just been i mean getting to know this family and then getting going through the house and and it's just been an emotional crazy roller coaster little, little twilight zone-ish yeah it's been it's well, a little, a lot. <laughs> you know, going through so many transitions, and as all of us are, I have found myself, too, repeating similar stories and getting a different outcome. And it's and it's like, oh, that's what it's about, living in joy. You're getting a different outcome. It's it's a a joyful outcome, and that's and that's what I found so, find so fascinating about this period. It, it it's really it's it's like a real life scenario of you get to do it over again. It's the whole Groundhog yeah. Day thing. Yes, but I get to do it over again. Like I get a second chance, you know. And I don't think that the full impact of that has hit me yet. I think that it's going to take some downtime once yes. you know um, once this is all done for me to for the impact i i need to sit with a bottle of wine and maybe a cigar and just um <laughs> absorb this because seriously because well, i haven't given myself time to do that yet and i think that i think that i'm getting given a very precious no i know i've been given a very precious gift i get to re do some of the things that I could look back on my life and say, I wish I had done that a different way. I'm getting a chance to fix that in my mind. Does that make sense? And it's it's a unique opportunity to get to do that in the same lifetime. Yes, and, and yet at the same, there's to me there's some weird dynamics because, you know, is uh, anybody who's um, studied... Uh, oh, I don't know, codependency and all of that kind of stuff, know that often people will marry the same kind of person expecting a different outcome. But the difference is there is a different outcome now. That's what's so weird because it's the kind of thing that you're war- warned about in 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 counseling circles and, and, you know, I don't know, chemical dependency circles and codependency. Lived 20 years or 30 years in um, Minnesota, which is the Camdep capital of the world, and so, <laughs> all of those things. Right. But but this is different, isn't it? It's it's like you can do it in joy instead of pain, and that's the difference. That's what I think is so delightful, don't you? Yeah, it's it's been 
it's it's definitely um there is a lot of there's a lot of joy involved there's been a lot of overwhelming emotional stuff but i expect that to happen um yes. but overall yeah i i and think, I think that once this you is get the energy settled a little bit where you feel like you've got your space um uh, you can go like you said with a bottle of wine and maybe a cigar and you 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 have lovely patios which are near and dear to your heart and George's heart to sit out on the patio mm. and yes. swear she used to always go we'd be on the Skype one morning and we're trying to figure out something about the show or the movie or the we need something and she would say okay I'm going to the patio and cup of coffee, cigarette at the time, and patio, and there was George, and would have a chat with George and come back and be like, okay, here's here's what's up. And uh, so uh, I am dearly anticipating the time when you feel a little more settled and can allow yourself that space out there on that because you're eventually going to have your office in the basement and you will have a patio off of the basement, yes? Oh, wonderful. Yes, I do have a patio right off the basement. And the patio, um, my boyfriend set, I guess I could call him my husband now. We've been together for so long. Um, set our glass table that I've painted on um, on that patio. So I have, and, and the view is gorgeous. I, I'm just really lucky. <laughs> But, you know, I just, I just I, before we go in, I get into anything further. I just want to say, is I don't even know you, and I can hear how you are packing this strange couple who you can't even speak their language, packing their materials with such love. You could throw it in a box, you know. You could have thrown it in a box <laughs> in a dumpster and be done with it. Like, who needs all this stuff? I've got my stuff. We're moving in. This is our house. Done. And instead you're doing with such love. She's an amazing angel, this lady I have the privilege of working with. Yes. Yeah, very much. And and, and she asks really good questions. She's actually a trained journalist. I do. I I do ask questions, and I haven't got a chance to ask. Well, I just was going to say it was perhaps time that, you know, we officially, it's all's fair in love and war. We need to help with a little energy processing that's going up there. And I think a little conversation about it has been helpful. It has. I feel so much better than I did this afternoon, Ah. Um, which is not that I've been feeling bad. It's just been an emotional ride. I think you'll probably even feel better once the show's finished. We, it, If it wasn't for this yeah. twice a week, I'm not sure... Some of those spots, whether I'd have made it, I certainly would have made it. Would not have made it with as much grace uh, between our guests mm-hmm. and yes. our dear Jean. It has been uh, a wonderful support, release, and and learning and exploration and co-creation. So I expect uh, expect much the same because we've got some exciting material that we can cover. But but this is exciting Thank material you. to me because this is what so many people are going through right now. So. Talking about what you're doing up there is not soaking up the radio time. It's it's really, I think, connect, connecting with people. You know, it's it's here at the right time in the right place. But, oh, supreme questioner of 
the connection? Oh, Supreme Questioner of, of, of the connection. Well, because this wonderful being that we're talking to, um, who has always written these amazing blogs that are in alignment, blogs and articles that are in alignment with our show on them. You know, I'm, you're always right on task as to what's going on energetically. So, I, I you know, you got to know who the hell are you and what do you do? I love that question. I was so hoping I got to be asked that question. I love that question. <laughs> well, who the hell are you that you're so connected? Well, first of all, I'm guessing... We're all of the toenail cell group. I don't know if you've read my blogs. You know, is there are certain people that are the health, hair cell groups of the totality and the toenail. I I use a lot of analogies, and so I'm guessing if we're that connected, if I my blogs match your show, we're all of that cell group. But to go back to your original question, who the hell are you? Okay, <laughs> I was born and raised in northern North Dakota. Um, since birth, I think I've been intuitive. I, I I assumed everybody could ace out every multiple choice test, because all you had to do was say, "Well, what is a test maker thinking like?" And then you'd know the answer. And even though I studied, I'd I'd th- I thought, "Well, everybody did multiple choice like that." And then, Me too. <laughs> you too. Yeah. I love that. I once and, took and, a multiple choice on a st- on a subject that I never studied, and seven sixty out of eight hundred. I, I used yeah. to. I I I don't remember those multiple guest tests afterwards. I don't really remember. I go into this weird space and I come out shaken, and I just go connect, and the answers just come. I think Einstein did my math test. <laughs> no, he wasn't around for my math test. <laughs> those are multiple choice tests. <laughs> and then when I um. I moved into social services and was uh, street people in Minneapolis. And when I was counseling, I just assumed that everybody could hear what people weren't saying instead of what they were saying. And I'd ask questions, and that would start up a whole new, new series of. And I just, and then I started talking to coworkers, and they said, "What are you talking about? What do you mean?" No, they said the sky is blue, so that's what we talked about. And and that kind of continued on. Um, I um, got my master's degree in the early 80s. I started getting into spirituality, just kind of a trail reading here that somebody told me about, whatever. By the late 1980s, I had channeled A Glimpse of Your Future, and that's the book that uh, Jean and Rick were talking about. Uh, odd book. Uh, I just heard in my head that I was going to channel a book, and so I thought, okay, go to the library, learn hieroglyphics, because I'm sure that's what I need. And <laughs> needless to say, that was, that didn't work so well. <laughs> and then one day it just said, we'll start, and for 10 days I just wrote gobbledygook, and then it was, today is the day we start. And I said in my head, because I love reading, I'd like it kind of long, but not too long. So for, oh, what was it? Two and a half months, I'd write like 10 pages a day in longhand, and I killed my first 128K Mac computer, um, um, you know, putting the inputting it and, and punctuating it and that kind of thing. But that book was extremely interesting in terms of what's happening now. For those people who are listening who aren't quite sure what's happening or why, 
it's a wonderful precursor because I just read it about a year ago and I thought, holy cow, that really blends in. After I wrote that and published it, for 20 years, I moved into the corporate world, changed my life, wasn't interested, went through some of the things that Jean was talking about, clearing out my closet, literally, emotionally. 20 years, nothing. And then in 2009, after my husband and I had retired to South Carolina, um, I thought, I want a website, and I want to do a blog. And that started the weekly blogs, and it's just, channeling is so easy for me. And it's, I never, well, 99% of the time I never know what I'm going to channel. It just happens. Uh, For instance, today I talked about astrology, which surprised me because I thought, well, I don't talk about astrology. Is it's that kind of thing. And so each blog, each week is I ask to, of course, get information and love, but also that I learn as much as anybody who wants to read it, that the blog is basically for me and anybody who is interested in what the blog has to say because I love learning. So, um, And then I started... Uh, a blog talk radio show. It's like 15 minutes long. It's certainly not as extensive or as sophisticated as as Rick and Jean's show, but um, I just thought, well, uh, that would be fun too. And so that's a different piece of channeling than my written blog. Um, And so I guess that kind of covers it. Now I'm retired and having just a great deal of fun with my blogs. I just love doing it. I love channeling. It's one point I want to kind of magnify for a moment for all our listeners uh, is that your radio show is not, you don't just get on and read the channeling that you email out to everybody. Uh-huh. It's it's a different, it's a different thing. And uh, I know some people that I have sent your blogs to that eventually like wanted to hear you read it and they were like, oh, it's something else. And I was like, yeah, it's something else. <laughs> Yeah, I do. It's something else every time we open our mouth. (laughs) Well, and I purposely do it on two different days so that it is different information. And sometimes the the radio show, which is is I just tune in and say, I wonder what's happening today, and then I channel. Is sometimes if my sources feel that I haven't given enough information, then my blog will extend that information. But oftentimes it's two totally different pieces of information for that particular week. And I, by the way, I did this week's blog yesterday because I didn't want to, if I channel tonight, I didn't want it to be the same channel as I did for this week's blog. So there you go. It's I, I tried to make it as clean as possible. Amazing. Wonderful. Well, We're certainly going to let you do that later, I would imagine. I have a quick Brenda question that the, might not that, that turn she, into a quick question. Okay. Okay. Um, what is it with the 2009? Uh, I notice in doing the show and in talking to people that a lot of people who used to do this a long time ago or who were just, you know, natural born intuitives disappeared for a long time and that a lot of them came back around 2009. And I've never asked anybody, but energetically, what is that all about? Why 2009? I'll go to channel, you know? but, but, but I can channel that, in, that yeah, answer. Yeah, that would be a good but, question later, yeah. 
Yeah, and I can channel that with no problem. In fact, I could do it now. But for me as as Brenda, the human entity, I have no idea. I know I was in Sedona for vacation, and um, somebody I did a reading with somebody, and she said, what do you want more than anything? And I said, a website, and I started crying. And within a few months, I found a lady who could design a website for me that wasn't, you know, an outrageous price. So uh, I just knew I wanted one, but I didn't even know what I was going to do with it. Um, do you want me to you channel? By channel? I, did, I didn't oh, write I a book just... in the 80s, but I, I, I read the uh, opening to channel by Sanaya Roman and uh, Dwayne Packer. Oh, uh, I love those two, yes. And um, I don't know, it was 85. It was a brand new mm-hmm. book at the time. Yes. And you know, curious, curious kid me uh, that had always been math and science, but in college I got... I joined the philosophy club and took a year of philosophy in college, took a year of literature and actually understood it. It was actually my literature teacher that first reached that part of me, I guess, and pulled it back out. But uh, I followed the exercises and, and and channeled, and it scared the bejesus out of me. So I didn't do I, – I dropped it for 20 years, and it was – it was about 2009, I guess, that I really came out of the closet. Uh, of course, I croaked in December of 2007. That, that that'll make a change, but that's a yeah. whole other story. Yeah. I and and maybe for me again, uh, the the more physical part of me is uh, my husband and I retired in 2008. And so maybe I just had more free time to think about it because it was always kind of in the back of my mind. But it became an urgency in, in 2009. Yeah, and I hear that a lot. It's like there was this workup between 2007 to 2009. Like there was a wake-up call in 2007 and everybody just kind of started stretching their arms and limbs. And then in 2009 there was this push to, okay, now. I, yeah. You know, drop what you're doing and get your shit together and start now. <laughs> even yeah, a bunch, and, and even a bunch of YouTube videos from people, you know. Starseeds, yeah. the time is now. Lightworkers, the time is now. Wake up, you know, in 2009. Well, and the, that 20 year in between, when I was working on my own issues and I was moving into the corporate world and all sorts of things, I didn't read a lot of materials. So there's a 20-year gap where somebody will say, well, you know this particular author or you know this particular channel, and I have to say, no, I really don't. I, I'm I'm not familiar with that particular person. So in the 80s, uh-huh, I knew I just about everyone, and then nothing. And now, of course, books are falling into my lap and information. But I'm I'm fascinated that George is saying that it's better not to read or hear from someone else isn't that fascinating how we all have our own individual ways of doing things? Because I, for well, instance, be, yeah, before I, I write my I, blog, I never read anything. I don't want to read before I write my blog. And, and I watch videos and, and read stuff voraciously and have often found that people will tell me I will post a video at just the right time to save their spiritual neck. And so to some extent, Nestor... I I channel Nestor through other people's stuff. I just have oh, to locate the other person's video on something I've never really wasn't really necessarily looking for. 
I'll just yeah. like I'll see a video that seems interesting and I'll watch it and it's like, "Huh?" Eh. And then I'll look around and there'll be a related and it's really weird. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's fascinating. And I, I, it's fascinating. But uh, I'm total because I wrote two books without knowing any of these authors that we talk about now. I, I, yes. you know, I hadn't heard of any of this stuff. the The only the only book that I had ever read in my youth was Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, and that was when I was a teenager. But then I. I too disappeared for 20 some years into life and, and that journey. And when I came back, I started writing right away. I wrote two books before I even started looking for confirmation. <laughs> I channeled two books before, yeah, before I even looked for confirmation that Rick came along with all these videos and I went, oh my God, that's what I've been I talking showed, about. Yeah, I showed her an but, Abraham Hicks video. Uh, uh, and Esther was and channeling was like, Abraham, oh, and she was like, that's them, that's them. She was typing it into Skype and sending me, that's them, that's them. But, it was but, a you know, never, it really was. But what's so fascinating to me is the messages, even though they're just, 99% of them are put out with different voices, with different techniques, with different, the messages all flow together. Isn't that just Absolutely oh. amazing that it they is. all like and, and and it's and so Jean, the fact that you didn't read anything. Oh wait, breaking up! I can't hear you. What? It's so beautifully orchestrated because I mean yeah. the world is such a vast and diverse, complex organism that of course you need a whole bunch of different ways of delivering the same message. Yes, and different levels. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, well, you, if you think of us one large orchestra, you know, there's a there's a sopranos, or not orchestra, but but choir. There's the sopranos, the the bass, the treble, and they all come together in this beautiful harmony. Isn't that wonderful? It is. It's, it it's, is. it's absolutely magical when you when you take a step back and you actually look at the dynamics of the time that we're living in now. It's like, <laughs> wow. You look at the really the the orchestration that. You know that we we look forward. You can't really see it with the physical brain. You can't see the quantum plan, but you can look backwards and you can see the fingerprints of the quantum plan, sort of all over everything. <laughs> it's really amazing. It's interesting that you brought up musical notes and things. Uh, this is just about the time that we take a break. You want to take a break, Jane? Oh, can we? Um, this is the age of Aquarius. That's exactly what I was going to play, see. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I was so afraid you were going to ask me to sing. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, but one of these days, Jane gets to sing in sometimes, particularly on Earth Prayer. And one of these okay. days I'm going to unmute us. But but we'll be muted for a few minutes, folks. Um, and uh, we're going to listen to... And then when uh, we get Mac, maybe Barbara can channel. Yeah, we're going to listen to Jolene do Age of Aquarius. Or just a craze, she calls it, and uh, and a little word from Jean about getting involved. Four minutes and sixteen seconds, folks. Stay with us. Everybody has a story, a moment in their life that was a turning point that set them upon a path of self-discovery and adventure. 
Here at Everyday Connection, we value the sharing of those moments, recognizing them to be the inspiring and uplifting gifts that they truly are. We would like to show our appreciation, not just to our guests and sponsors, but to our listeners and supporters who make it possible for us to share those stories. If you would like to support the continued success of Everyday Connection, share your own story, or know somebody whose story can touch the hearts of others, drop by everydayconnection.me and find out how you can become a part of our ever-expanding EC family.
and gets over so quick. I swear I'm going to go in and edit that. It's got it's got like five seconds of silence at the end because there's a timer I watch when it gets close to the end, but it gets over before it's over. Time is a wonderful thing, yeah. <laughs> I just just a, a side note is I, a publisher in New York City w- wanted to publish a glimpse of your future, and I negotiating and it just didn't feel right so I turned them down and decided well I was in marketing I've done lots of brochures if I just think of this as a bigger brochure I can do this and so I pulled all my friends together and people were taking time off work to help me proof it and and all of that and the day I decided to publish it I woke up and the Star Tribune in Minneapolis had this big headline today is the age of Aquarius whatever astrological signs they were talking about in that song was in 1989 somehow. It was, it was just mm-hmm. very bizarre. So I just thought I'd throw that one in. That's awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I really think it was, you know, as much as I have not paid much attention to the stars, um, I now sort of see them as reflections of us, the physical world, and so why not? And there was the harmonic convergence in 1987. And it was really kind of the first thing I ever, it was right about the time I had discovered the Seth books and all that stuff. And I didn't really think much of it. And just happened, I was doing my laundry that night. So I walked down to the laundry room of the apartment complex, and then I was in Kerrville, Texas. I just, just stepped outside the laundry room, and I sat down, Indian style, on the concrete, and stared at the sky for like three minutes, and then just kind of went, hmm, and got up and went back to my apartment. I don't know... I, I don't know. I don't even know why, you know, really. And and uh, and then was really intense in the stuff and had my channeling uh, episode in between there in 1989, and then went poof <laughs> for 20 years. It is. It's amazing. Anyway, Jean. I don't remember what I was doing in 1987 because I would have been. Twelve. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have no little, idea. It's my little sister. But but you said I, you kind of disappeared for 20 years after Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. You kind of went. Yeah, yeah, well, that was around, you know, but the age of 16, 17. You being a little bit younger are, you know, well into the indigo crystal stuff and, you know, Always used to lead your friends around when you were young because you can see in the dark and you know things like that. <laughs> well, that <laughs> yeah, really? that was during the the pot smoking days when we were doing. They used to put her. They used uh, to put her in front because she could see in the dark. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so we, we all have our unique talents. That are our, so our odd when you think about it. Channeling, you know, I had my channeling experience and then went away for twenty years. You had your leading people around in the dark because you can see. <laughs> Experience. I did, you know, I had a really interesting. I I did. I guess, you know, I mean that that time for me was pretty crazy. I had a lot of strange family dynamics going on around then, and then, um, I, you know, I remember dreams and stuff. And I had the I had the guardian cat that used to guard my my uh, bedroom at night, and I had. 
my interesting dreams and memories that were going on, but I was doing all that on my own. I didn't really have anybody to talk to about it. So um, I can't really put my finger on when it started and when it ended kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's just kind of a big childhood blur. <laughs> ah, yes, the childhood blur. And because we do, we have kids coming forth today that like have core protection and they stay connected it's somehow like our little 16-year-old twins. But anyway, uh, we've had our nice little Aquarius break. Perhaps you'd like to see if they have any interesting news for us today or would like to comment on, you know, Jane's moving. And and what was your question, Jane? You're speaking to me, right? Yeah, it's, talking it's, to you now. Brenda. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. We get okay, conversational here. and wander off topic a little <laughs> Well, let's just see what I can get for us tonight, and I'll ask about the move in my head and ask about the move and stuff. And I'm real open to questions and that kind of thing. So if either of you have any questions along the way, you just ask, and I usually stop and say questions or something of that nature. So let's just see what we get. Okay. Cool. Dear ones, today we were, are quite pleased to have united uh, the three forms, if you will, uh, that have been uh, together many, many, many times. Uh, this is not new. That is why they are rambling on and on. It is like, uh, oh, the old friends are back again. But that is neither here nor there, and that is not what you wish to uh, listen to. Uh, it is important to the three of them, but certainly not to many of you listening. Let us tell you what is it is going on at this particular moment for many of you, not all of you, and that is an important piece for all of you to know and to remember, is that, for example, Brenda's blogs, uh, for uh, uh, George or Nestor or any of the channels, uh, any of the uh, seers, any of of the people that you read or listen to, each of you is moving in a path that is correct for you at a time that is correct for you. So if you did not have the 20-year blank that the three of them were talking about, that is not important. That does not make you less or more of anything. You see, that is what is so extremely important for all of you to remember is you are moving on your path at the pace that is correct for you. Some of you have opted to take a gravel road. Uh, Some of you have uh, opted to take the interstate. Uh, Some of you have opted to uh, not be in a motorized vehicle at all, but rather on a horse or in a cart or whatever you wish. But it is not right or wrong. That is so terribly important for all of you to know. Uh, You know, so often... uh, People get the sense, um, perhaps you are one of them, that you are not good enough or strong enough or worthy enough or you don't know how to channel or you or you don't see things or sense things. Uh, you get up in the morning, you go to work, and you take care of your children. You come home and you go to bed, and you're thinking, somehow I am not enough. And what we wish you to know is that each of you listening to this particular show, each of you interested in the topic in the least, is traveling the path that is correct for you. What you do not understand is 
if you do not, uh, perhaps you do not channel, perhaps you cannot see objects, perhaps you cannot see auras, what you do not understand is that saying hello to your neighbor and giving your neighbor joy or planting a beautiful garden that people on their way to work see or allowing your child to be that child is perhaps the most important role that you will ever have in your life. All you need to do is listen to your heart and follow it, and you will be on the right path at the right path, at the right pace. Are there questions, please? Jean, you had a question earlier, eh? Oh, well, I was wondering what's up with 2009, but I just wanted to chime in first and say thank you for that because I think it's important that people understand how valuable everyday, ordinary living is. That's what we're here to do, for goodness sakes. And I think people forget that too often they forget that, that getting up and going to work and taking care of your family and taking care of your house and just enjoying the fact that you're living your life, um, it, embrace that because that's awesome. And you're lucky that, that that's, you know, that's your journey and that's cool. And yeah, you, because that's what we're here to experience. Right. So, um, I just wanted to chime in with that. And yeah, I was curious about that 2009 thing. Was there something special around 2007 or 2009, that time in there that, Yes and no, and the reason we prefaced the answer to that question with our first segment was so that those people who felt nothing in 2007 or nothing in 2009 or nothing in the convergence would not feel as if they were uh, uh, slackers, as if they did not know what was going on, as if they were not part of the whole group. Uh, again, we wish to use one more analogy, and then we will answer your question. Is If there is a play, if there is a production, the person who is responsible for the ashtray on the table for that production is as important as a person who says the lines, because without the ashtray, the person cannot say the lines. Do you see what we are saying here? Is And in terms of 2007 and 2009, particularly 2009, what happened is that was one of the first great energy bursts that uh, uh, Brenda and others uh, often talk about. You know, if you wish to call them sunbursts, if you wish to call them energy bursts, whatever, uh, up until that time, uh, many things were dormant. Um, many baby boomers were getting inklings of what was to happen. Uh, you know, the age of Aquarius is a baby boomer song, of course. And part of their role was to introduce the new age, which they did in, in music and activities and actions. And then they decided to check out their family, their parents' knowledge, their their parents' activities to see what was uh, appropriate, if what what age they wanted to be in. It was their choice. It's always been everyone's choice, as it were. And so the the convergence was by that time the baby boomers were in their uh, uh, late 30s, early 40s. Uh, they were climbing the corporate ladder, and there was a little nudge. And then in 2009, there was a big, the first big push. 
if you were to give the same or to receive the same energy burst today, you wouldn't even notice it because you've gone through so many and you've reached so many levels that are so much at a so much different place. But in 2009, that was a big energy burst. Um, and again, for some of you listening, it wasn't as clear-cut, it wasn't as definite as the three of, of uh, the people that are talking tonight on this show, but there was a little nudge. And now you are no longer getting nudges. Uh, perhaps uh, uh, many of you have heard that uh, when your inner being first speaks, starts speaking to you, you get a little nudge and then you get a little push and then you hit the brick wall and then you realize it's time to do something. And so the energy bursts now are, if you will, the brick wall. That's how you are sh- shifting and changing. Yes, are there questions? Uh, I, have a, I have a question about uh, really right now uh it feels and and i have heard from my friends about sort of like an energetic ebb tide like there's a big wave coming because we called it and and but like a tsunami when a big wave's coming there's sort of the water goes out a little beforehand and that we're sort of in one of those pause periods perhaps between waves. Yes, many of you are. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, Brenda often does not speak of, of specific astrological events or a specific energy burst, so her her blogs are, are more encompassing, if you will. That That is part of her choice. She wishes to give a global view. But for many of you, the next few days are going to be um, energetically joyful. Um, how shall we say? Many of you are feeling chaos, and you are thinking, how can I feel joy? How can I ever feel joy again? Uh, perhaps your house burned. Perhaps uh, you know you lost your job. But this is a very different energy. You know... Uh, Jean was speaking of it a bit earlier when she said that she is so busy packing and crating that she hasn't had time to appreciate the the wonderfulness of her being able to finally pack up her grandmother's things, both emotionally and physically, and that is what is happening now. And so that what that is what we are speaking of. What is happening is it is a very joyful tsunami where you say you breathe that sigh of relief and you say ah it is cleansed it is clean it is done and this is such a joyful time uh uh brenda has spoken about in in a few channels where we've been cleaning out the corners you know we've done the big cleaning most of us have done the big cleaning but we've had corners to clean out such as jean with her grandmother's issues and what is happening in the next few weeks is almost, if you will, a celebration of your courage in cleaning out your corners. Because the corners, you know, uh, for those of you who do house cleaning, how many of you want to do corners? Ick. Is, and so this is those pieces that you haven't wanted to look at, that you've been afraid to look at, and you've done it. Now, for those of you listening, again, we must preface this. 
is do not be afraid if you have not been emotionally uh, chaotic, traumatized, uh, fearful, whatever, uh, during the last few months. Perhaps you did your corners earlier. Perhaps you're going to do them a little later. But we wish to tell you there's a celebration at the end. And the days that are coming are the celebration of your courage. Kudos to those of you who have cleaned out your corners. Uh, You are moving rapidly into place. Yes, are there questions? Perhaps you could uh, speak to that a little bit. I have a I, I have a dear friend here in Houston, for example, that's sort of just now uh, beginning to hit those brick walls and is full of questions and this is amazing. I've never seen this before and why didn't somebody tell me that people believed like this or... Uh, what would you say to somebody that's sort of hitting brick walls and just just sort of beginning to ask those questions? Well, I would provide names of resources that you found important perhaps at the beginning of your stages. I would say perhaps you might be interested in reading this or listening to this or doing this. But you do know each individual despite the brick walls you cannot do it for them they have to reach out as the two three of you were talking about earlier where you were blank for a few years and then decided somehow you needed that they will find the resources that is what this wonderful 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 choir is all about is they will find the harmony that is correct for them in the correct time. Now, that is not to say you should say, well, are you slow? What's, where have you been? You know, no, you should please, be no. smarter than this. <laughs> is, is, but to say, rather, well, these are some resources that I found interesting, or maybe you want to watch this YouTube. Maybe you don't. It's your choice, whatever you wish to do. Um, there are so many levels and so many via the internet uh, via kindle and the library there are so many resources that are available as uh, uh, Brenda uh, wrote in uh, Glimpse of Your Future um, you would have to have your head buried in the sand not to be able to access material if you wanted to and that is exactly what is happening. It is almost overwhelming. It is almost every day there's a new channel, there's a new book, there's a new uh, video, there's a new YouTube. Do, do, do you see what we're saying? All the different levels. So trust your friend to be able to move at a pace that is right for him or her. Uh, you can give resources. You can say, I find this joyful. You may not. It, You know, it is a little different than someone says, uh, what religion is right for me? What do you say to that one? Uh, mm-hmm. You will have to do your I, own research. <laughs> I uh, I work with a, a forum, uh, an online space, and newcomers often ask me what it, – it, 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 it's a space where we have a lot of material and different modalities that different people have contributed – and I always just tell them to look at the look at the different groups and see one of them will catch your eye and feel curious and go there. 
instead of exactly. trying to tell them where to go. Well, it, you know, you've all heard the story about, and it has happened to Brenda, is, you know, she walks in and a book literally jumps off the shelf at her, and that is exactly what she needs. Uh, and so it would be for your friends. Uh, you have already, do you, do you see you've already created the resources? Is Now, that person might want read one book and decide not to read anything else for five years and then become totally enmeshed, that person may decide never to read anything. It is, it is, this transition is not about group thought or shoulds or society tells you. It's about what path do you want to travel and at what rate. Yes. Yes, excellent. It's about the finding their own vibration inside and go in there. The truth is, everyone in all of the universes, and there's more than one universe, by the way, every entity in every universe is all heading in the same direction. They are just going at different rates and choosing different paths. But they're all ending up at the same at the same place, eventually. Uh, will that be tomorrow? No. But eventually, yes. And so when... If you notice someone is on a different path, it's it's not that they're on the wrong path; they're on the right path for them. And exactly, let them let them be a little bit. Um, what what uh, what would you comment on? Uh, a lot of people are in almost a fearful relationship with. Uh, we've ruined the planet. We've, you know, destroyed the ecology, and it's all going to go wacko. All in a handbasket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are we going, and why are we in this handbasket? Well, what we wish to remind uh, the people the difference between, and if you wish to call it the New Age and the Old Age, uh, you know, the New Earth. There's so many different terms, ascension. There's so many different terms, but it essentially is what has happened and what is going to happen or what is happening is in the old age, and we will use that term for simplicity, mm. it was fear-based. That was what you as a society needed to learn. You needed to learn about pain and fear. That's uh, Needed is not the correct word. That is what you opted to learn. Wanted. It was a, a group le- lesson, and that's where shoulds came in, and that's where society rules came in, and, uh, you, you know, uh, religious rules and, and all of that. It was should, and if you do not do it the way we tell you to, you will either be punished or you should be afraid. We learned, oh, we did a marvelous job with that, is that lesson plan has been completed. Now, there will be some that will wish to stay in that lesson plan, and that is their right, and that is no different than, you know, the farm implements that have come into uh, being in the last uh, 100 years, and yet there are still some people who prefer to uh, farm with horses and a stick. You know, that is their choice. Nobody says that they should be outcast from Earth because they still wish to plow their fields with a horse, you know. Um but the new age is about living in joy and love. So if you take that overall definition, 
those people who are certain the earth is going to end, Gesundheit, the earth is going to end in 2000, uh, December is the 21st, 2012, uh, they are are living in fear, and that is their right. They can live in fear as long as they want to, but they don't need to anymore. You know, that is a path that they, they wish to be on. And there's there are many people talking about uh, the uh, uh, cabals that are going to take over the earth and there is a fight with this group and that group and the governments are going to uh, fall as the victors come about war. And Those are all fear-based pieces that are more of the old age and have very little to do with the new age. The new age is about trust. Everything's going to work out fine is, uh, you know, you can read those things. Listen to your media. It is fear-based. Sometimes it is better not to listen to your media. You know, how many good Mm -hmm. stories are there in the media? Uh, And so that is what we are saying. It is is the, the dividing line, if you will, between the fear of the old age and the joy and uh, love, if you will, of the new age. That is that is the dividing line. Uh, uh, perhaps uh, a, a more concrete example for some people might be, uh, you know, the Old Testament is all about uh, killing anger and rage, and the New Testament is more about love and acceptance. Now, how silly that that would be so clearly delineated, yet one was the age of uh, Capricorn and one was the age of Pisces, age of Aquarius. Did we not just hear that song? Do you see what we were saying? Is each age has a different, different understanding of their beingness, a different understanding of the universes and of their gods. And the age of Aquarius is all about freedom. Is that not interesting? Oh, it's very interesting. So it's 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 more or less that just as we have the right to choose and nobody has the right to interfere with our choice, we don't we therefore don't have the right really to go interfering with someone else's choice and say, Look, you're on stop all that, come over here because all experience is valid. And if you do, is that a little different than the shoulds of yesteryear? You know, um, some people feel you must meditate an hour a day to be saved or whatever. Uh, other people say you must drink green tea, you must not eat meat. There are so many shoulds. But some people don't do it in that particular fashion. Um, That is what the New Age is about, is you find your way in your own way. What feels right for you? Perhaps, Perhaps you need some protein. Perhaps that is appropriate for you. Perhaps not. But there aren't any shoulds anymore. The shoulds have been thrown out the window. So if you have the feeling that I should do this because somebody wants me to, or because I need to, that is of the old age. If you think you should tell somebody to do this or they should do that, that is of the old age. Yes. I, clearly delineated, Lovely. but difficult to, to separate. Uh, we must remind 
you all that unless you are star seeds and have come in recently, uh, in, in your case, Rick, uh, perhaps uh, a new entity entered your being when you uh, had the death experience. But for the most part, all of you were born into a should fear-based reality, and you are making this wondrous transition, unbelievable transition into love and joy. Do you realize how difficult that is? You know, everybody says, uh, you know, like when Miss America, what do you want, peace in the world and love and joy? You know, that is that is the standard answer. But the truth of moving from a pain, fear-based life into love and joy is one of the most difficult things, if not the most difficult thing you will ever do in this particular lifetime on Earth. Yes. yes. Earth is not for wimps. No. <laughs> no, it is not. It's, uh, this is a master's class. Yeah, people, people get that yes. kindergarten thing going on, and this this is not kindergarten, people. Ew, do, 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 advanced no. classes here. So yes. occasionally the homework is a little... Rough, um, challenging. Let's say challenging. Yes. Well, what would you expect in an advanced class? Uh, just ask yourself. You know, something nice happens to you. Uh, let us give you an example. You have just won a new car. In a joy-based society, you would say, "Is that not glorious?" In a fear-based society, you would say, "I bet I have to pay taxes on this." <laughs> Do you see the difference? <laughs> Absolutely. And yet, is for the most part, you are, to to use another term, something good happens to you and you wait for the other shoe to drop because you think, okay, something good has happened to me, so certainly something bad has to happen in return because there's more pain on earth than there is joy. That is what we are talking about. That is a difficulty where you just say, well, this is just joyful. How wonderful is this? But that is difficult for you to transform in your head, and that is what it's, all these energy bursts are about, to help you do it in an easier fashion. And we must add, we must add, that your physical being can only take so much at a time. So, you know, all of you are saying inside your head, well, give me the lottery. You know, I can handle it. But quite frankly... Uh, no, but... Quite frankly, no, you can't. It's, you, it's, if you will, the the lottery of love and joy, if you want to call it that, the financial lottery, whatever you want. But your physical being needs to adjust and increments. Your spiritual being can do it much faster than your physical being. And so, you know, in, in historical past, some, similar, some of these similar energy bursts have been tried, but they were too fast and the physical being was destroyed. It is being done in increments. Uh, you know, we talked about in the blog this week, uh, Brenda's blog this week, that um, it is like a, a, a pregnant woman who uh, the difference between the first cell until the birth of the child, how many shifts the woman goes through in the nine-month period, both uh, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and yet the joy at the end of the newborn child. The difference is you don't have any historical perspective to know that you're going to have a newborn child. So you're treading lightly saying, oh, my gosh, my body is changing. Oh, my gosh, I'm thinking, is this good or bad? I don't know. What's going to happen at the end? I don't know. 
So that is why we are so proud of you. And that is why it is kudos to you for daring to be brave enough to keep walking in a path you don't understand fully what the end product is going to be. It's like, uh, you know, Brenda talked about uh, the term she loves, killing her 128K uh, Mac that first came out in 1983. Uh, Who would have guessed in 1983 that all the software and services available to you on the Internet would be child's play to almost all of you? Do you, do you see what we are saying? Is That is what you are going through, but your physical body can only take so much. It is going in increments, like any invention, like and, the car, like the computer. And is it. rather newish territory, this insoling the human body, is it not? Oh, it's never been done. <laughs> in a group process, it's never been done. Is And all of you on Earth at this time volunteered. In fact, many more wanted yeah, to come in. so they keep reminding me. Big line. Yes. yes, I know. There's a big line, and you're saying, for this? I waited for this? Is so? I, I shaved know. my legs for this? <laughs> yes. Before birth or before ascending to earth or whatever format you came in, you were saying, oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be good. And you get down here, and you're thinking, oh, this is work i nobody told me about this i didn't know about this and that's where you are right now is you're you're much more advanced as you said earlier rick than you were say two years ago or even six months ago so you are much more skilled you have a brand new toolkit you have software that you haven't even tested yet because you still are depending on your five senses and and those are expanding dramatically all the time but Yes, is this is not an easy transition, not at all, no. And and uh, many of you are complaining and whining and saying, well, you didn't tell me, you know, it's like a puberty. You didn't tell me I had to make decisions. <laughs> you mean... Dear, dear you Galactic mean, Federation, get me out of here. Yeah, yeah, take me away. I This is boring. <laughs> and by the way, there are people who have decided to transcend, to leave, because they're saying, you know what, this is way too much work. I, I just don't want to do this. I don't, I'll don't. i do it next time around. And that's fine. That's fine. There, that is, that's also their choice. There have been a lot of those, and it, uh, it does indeed uh, uh, stress some people. And I, I, it is difficult or different. Uh, my mother transitioned, and I took the process entirely different than the rest of my family, and many of them decided they wanted nothing to do with me because of that. And um, and that's been, been rough, yes and no. Uh, truth is, I mean, I thought about it the two years prior to that. We didn't talk much anyway, so. But it... it I don't know. I'm... It can be a very stressful thing for people because, you know, just like you don't understand why somebody you know well doesn't think what you think anymore because you used to both think the same thing, you've changed, not them, and, you know, let them be. But you you, kind of have to let them be over there because 
the vibrations are so different. Yes, I'm of the mind that a lot of a lot of people have transitioned just so they can be kids in the new energy. Yes, and that that's true too. There, do you see how many paths there are? But but there was a piece that that Rick brought up that is very important. Is that there will be family members, there will be friends that just don't think anymore. But that does not mean that you have to live in fear of that, but rather just know that you will find others that you do sync with. You know, is uh, I had a friend who moved to Texas recently from California, and she very hesitantly told me that a lot of people she's meeting are boring. And I said, oh, yeah, I find that a lot, too. Is and I think it's kind of interesting. It's just like, oh, well, I don't need to be around them. They're, they bore me. But do, do you see that's part of the old shoulds is, well, if they have the same beliefs as I do, that I should be interested in them. And that's part of your family, your friends. When When you graduate from high school and you leave your community and you have traveled the world or completed college or have done whatever and you go back to your hometown, you have friends, but it's not quite the same. Is that not true? And the same is true for now. Is It's just you have had different experiences. It's just not quite the same. And that does not mean everyone, but that will happen frequently and not to be afraid. Yes. Well, and uh, I know many people that have experienced your, you leave a job and so your best friend at that job, that workplace, you here, give me your address, your phone number. I want to be sure yes. and stay. We're going to stay in touch. Yes. But then you don't. Yes. Because and it is not that you care for them less. No. You, it's, it's it's almost like two paths converged and went on the same road for a little while. And then, you know, this one's going to California, so they go to the left and you're going to New York, so you go to the right. It doesn't right. have anything to do with the relationship of the people. It's just the relationship of you to where you're going. And it doesn't make either person good or bad. It's no. just different. Yes. Yes. Uh, the same with family members, just different. Just different. It's delicious. It's 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 it really is when you get on the other side of it, folks, it can be you can still love them dearly and and let them be totally different. It's it's an odd but oh my very joyful yes. situation. But it's scary too. It is frightening too, and that is ah. a piece that yes. that we wish to bring up again for the listeners. It can be scary because you have a comfort zone with those people, just like the people in your hometown that you've moved away from. You know, have you either of you ever experienced? You go back to this large home that you grew up in, and all of a sudden it does not seem so large. It seems quite small, and and the community you grew up in seems so exciting and adventuresome when you were there. But as you go back, you think, oh, yes, it's nice and it's heartwarming, but it is not where I belong anymore. And that is what we are speaking of. So it is frightening because, you know, just as when you leave, when you graduate from high school, there is that, I am done, but also there is that, Oh dear, now I have to figure out who I am. This is very frightening. So we wish the listeners to know it is okay to be frightened. 
because it is a new path, a new road. It is okay. Uh, you know, sometimes people think they always have to be joyful in this new age, but allow all of the feelings to pass. Uh, 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 an analogy we like to use is in the past you painted with colors that were toned down, for those of you familiar with colors, with blacks and grays. And now your colors are all bright and vibrant. It's not that you still don't have, uh, you know, uh, black and brown and gray in your color palette. It is just that it is a bit brighter and you use it a lot less. So you have the full range of emotions. It's just that in the past, your emotions were all on, if you will, the black, brown, and gray side, and now they are on the bright side, and you had very few bright colors in the past, and now that is what is, if that helps. Yes. Yes, that's wonderful. Let's see. We do actually have a, someone who has just called in. Perhaps they have a question uh, on topic with our chat tonight. Shall we see, Jean? Absolutely. Caller from area code 720. Area code 720. Tell us your name and your Hi. question. Hi. Well, my name is Cheyenne, and I'm, I'm not sure what you guys are talking about because I just called in, but... Um, ah. Okay, well, did um, you have a question, or I'm, you're welcome yeah, to toss you back on the couch and, and let you listen, whichever you prefer? Um, I do have a question. Um, I just kind of wanted to see, is there something special coming my way in the form of employment or money or finances where I will be okay for a while? The response is you will be okay. That that is not the question. Uh, in terms of you're, you're okay right now. Yes. Is what do you want? Please, please list your dream for the three of us. Please tell us what you want, but not oh. what you need, but what you want. Oh, my oh, dream goodness. is to do my work. Um, I do shamanic healing. I I consider myself a shaman, and I do plant medicine as well as aromatherapy and I do life coaching along with that healing work. Yes. Now, place yourself. Can you do you visualize or do you uh, sense things or do you hear things? All of the above. Place yourself inside a bubble with those activities. And tell us what you see, sense, or hear. Oh, many people. Many Are people those many come. Are those many people? Do they? Are they light and bright, or are they uh, perhaps heavier? and uh, thunderous, if you will? Um, a little of both. I see both. I see people who are wanting to make change. I see their light shining but not terribly bright, and I see some that are not 
quite there yet, but they they seek something different in their lives. They they seek happiness. Now, we will ask you, would you rather work with light and bright people or the thunderous people? Not not who you should work with, but who would you rather work with? Oh, the bright sun, the the bright people, the people who have lots of light. Then we will say, you are a shaman, you know how to do this. We will say, break the contract with the people that are thunderous. Break the contract, just say that is, in your own fashion, in your own way, if that is uh, uh, smoking or or uh, whatever format that works for you, you know, burning a slip of paper, whatever format works for you, Tell those people that are thunderous that that is no longer a contract you wish to honor. That was an old age contract. And that now, at this time in your life, you wish to work with those who are light and bright and shining. And that you are not leaving the thunderous people behind, but that you are moving into a different place and that there are other people who would wish to work with them. Do you see what you were saying is there's two different groups of people that are coming to you in your in your bubble, if you will. And you have decided that you wish to move beyond the beginner's level. And that oh. is fine. You see? Yes, I do. So, whatever whatever format, and you know your ritual better than anyone, use a ritual to break the contract with the thunderous people so that the bright and shining people that you really wish to work with will find you more easily. You are not clouded over with the thunderous people. Do you see? Yes. Yes, I do. Thank you. Yes. And and know that there are many teachers and healers that mm-hmm. that do wish to work with those, so you're not abandoning anyone. No. No, no, no. Yeah. That is that is perhaps you missed the first part of your show. No. It is you see part of the thunderous people is a should for you is well I should work with those people because they need my help. There are other people that would be joyful to work with them, it would not be a should. Each of us has to move in the direction that gives us joy, not in a direction that is a should direction. Yes. yes. Okay. Delightful. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Cheyenne. The only... Oh, you have words. Come. Yes. Well, the only heart that she's responsible for is her own, always and forever. Amen. And everything you've ever and wanted is in by there. all means, drop us a line and come be a guest and yes. play with bright, shiny people. Yeah, come <laughs> come be on the radio and tell us all about what you do. and, and uh, We are, and what this shamanic journey for you is all about. By the way, I must tell you, I've always been fascinated by shamans. <laughs> so that mm, you are indeed a fascinating person to me. Yes, you will be um, a fascinating guest. How do I get a hold of you guys? Rick at everydayconnection.me. Yeah. Just drop me, a, drop me an email. 
It's rick at everydayconnection.me. Because it's all about me. Because it's all about me. And, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's all about me when you say it, too. Um, okay, awesome. And um, uh, just drop me a line, and I'll let you know dates. We're I think I have one Thursday in August left, and then we're in mid-September. So, uh, awesome. yeah, I'd love to chat with you. That would be just awesome. Me thinks. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. What Thank a wonderful you. call to complete the show with. Yes, yes. That's We've only got a few minutes left, but um so wonderful. New friends. We always love mm, new friends. We like those. And okay. I can subscribe to Brenda's blog. It they are wonderful. The channelings are wonderful. Sure. And aren't they? You can go to everydayconnection.me and um uh and check out our shows. We've we've got over a hundred hours of audio up now with Lots of different people, from shamanic-type people to channelers to folks you've never heard of that will really open your heart. It's uh, been the a real Celtic honor. The Celtic Christian priest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's been a real honor, and we don't we don't play favorites. Everybody gets to have their own. Mm-hmm. And cool. we just love the adventure of hearing about everybody's own, because it's very cool, that adventure thing. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you All for right. the connection. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I look forward to your email. Thanks for calling. Thank you for All calling. Right. Have a good night. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. That was fun for me, too. All right. <laughs> we'll so, have to let you know, Brenda, when she's coming back so that you can come and call in and ask her a question. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> yeah. um, so for all of our podcast uh, listeners, which we – last week we had – 1010, 1010, that either listened on our website or by podcast. You can subscribe at iTunes. Uh, I'm going to tell you all about that in the closing bit, so I'm not going to do it again now. What I would like to tell you is how to find Brenda, so you can subscribe to her blog and and to her show. Uh, Brenda's website is at www.lifetapestrycreations.com. and her Blog Talk Radio show is under Brenda Hoffman. Use blogtalkradio.com forward slash Brenda hyphen Hoffman with two F's, one N. Uh, anywhere else you'd like them to go look for you, Brenda? A lot of people find me just on Brenda's blog. Right. So, yes. Uh, and if you go to my website, which is www.lifetapestrycreations.com, uh, you can also tap into the radio show. And so it's all kind of interconnected, but Brenda's blog, lifetapestrycreations.com, you have it. You'll find me. And, oh, by the way, everything is free. I I, uh, I just have such a great joy doing it. There is no charge for anything that I, I produce. It's all free. It's all just putting it out there. Yeah. Emanating you. It's wonderful. So... Jean, what are we? Uh, oh, we have your dear buddy and my friend, uh, 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 Robert. Oh, Robert Miller coming Robert's Thursday. Robert's on Thursday. Absolutely. Yes, he's an interesting adventure. We're going to talk about the the way science and spirituality are sort of blending together into the edges. 
It's funny how many different roads that all go to the same place, when you get close to the place, the roads get real close to Mm. each other, so they kind of get starting to... It's an interesting thing. And uh, and then, of course, next week we have uh, Jason Anderson on Thursday and, and Meg Adams and Gower, if I'm saying the Gower part correctly. Um, Meg works with the guys at Lightworkers, Steve Rother and Barbara, and uh, but she also does some amazing things herself, so we're going to talk about what she's got going on. Uh, so lots of good stuff coming, and I just really want to su- celebrate having... Gene back again. <laughs> it's noticeable when your energy is not on the show. We have fun still, Aww. but it is Aww. you are missed by. Many. Well, I, I I I beg continued patience for our listeners um, that I will still not be um, an, a Facebook presence. Um, I will start returning emails in the next couple of days, but I will not be a Facebook presence for at least another four to five days. Give me till next week, guys, and then I'll be I'd, back. Completely I'd say back. Give, her, give her till the 15th, Wednesday the 15th, and she'll probably be back. And then a week from then, on the 22nd, we have Mama Webb with Sacred Weavings on Wednesday nights. So that's going to be fun, too. Uh, it's, it's a wonderful transition month. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I go see my doctor tomorrow. Maybe he's going to, I think he's going to have wonderful things to say about the tests I took three months ago that I'm, I think it's all good. So join us on Thursday night. And until then, stay connected. Good night, everybody. Good night. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.